Good afternoon. It is so absolutely wonderful to be here today and to be able to spread messages to all of you out there looking for the answers of how you can be connecting with our creator, God. To me, this is an amazing subject. Why is this such an amazing subject? Because it's something that's very close to my heart. It's something that means a lot to me. Why does it mean so much to me is because ever since I was a child, ever since I can remember, I had a relationship with our Father God, our Creator. And when people that I speak to that are in such high spiritual or religious positions don't have a relationship with God and do not allow themselves to know how to communicate with God, I often wonder, how did I become so blessed? How did, how did I become so fortunate to be able to have this gift in my life? Ever since I can remember, I've had such a beautiful communication and such a clear, clear awareness and knowing of the relationship between God and the heavens and the knowing of what path to take and what direction to take. I may not know all. I still do go through challenges and tribulations and struggles and whatever may be. But those things that I go through are for lessons, like each and every one of us. And whether they're negatives or positives, they're benefits to all of us because they teach us how to grow. But yet so many people think of the negative things as such darkness. And that pulls them dark further and further away and that pulls them more into the darkness where it stops them from having a relationship with our creator and our God in heaven. What I'm here to teach all of you today is how to have your own connection, how to allow yourself to have a relationship with our creator God so that you can then learn how to listen and how to follow the path that is meant for you. So many of us don't allow ourselves to realize that doors continue allowing themselves to open time and time again. We don't let those doors open because we're constantly filled with fear. We're allowing things to get in our way. We're allowing things to cause complications in our lives and stop us and create hesitation so that we don't allow ourselves to move forward. What have we practiced for the past few weeks? We've been talking about having a relationship with ourselves, learning how to build relationships within ourselves so that we can communicate with our guardian angels, so that we can communicate and have a wonderful self-love, self-worth, self-confidence. But by having a relationship with ourselves and then having a relationship with our guardian angels, and then going to the next level and having a relationship with our creator, God, all doors start beginning to open. You now have your eyes open. You now have more awareness. And you begin to understand that life is a blessing. Life is a gift. It's a wonderful gift that each and every one of us have been blessed to receive. So many of us don't take advantage of the gift of life. We exist, but we don't live, truly live life the way we're supposed to be living life. And to me, that's really sad because our creator has created us at 
each and every one of us, you, me, all of us, so that we can have true fulfillment, so that we can be filled with love. The most magical, the most amazing gift that any person can have in their life is love. Not prosperity, not success. All of that is wonderful. It's like, you know, it's like icing on the cake, right? But what the real true, true gift is, what the true miracle is love. And God loves in every one of us so much. And at such a, an immense level, unconditionally, that most of us do not understand how we continuously have the support and being carried by God and our guardian angels. We often think, well, we don't deserve that relationship and we don't deserve that connection because I did this wrong, I did this wrong, and I don't believe and I don't have faith. So let me ask you a question before I even continue this show that we are doing today. Do you believe in God? Do you personally believe in God? Do you ever speak to God? Now, everyone that knows me knows. I believe in God more than anything on the planet, more than my own being, more than my own breath that I take. I believe in God. I know there's a God. I know. I love. I connect. I'm aware of God in every way, shape, or form. And it is my biggest joy being able to have that relationship. But do you speak to God? Do you speak to God and say, please, dear Heavenly Father, whatever you want to call him, creator, light, energy, source, whatever you want to call God, that is between you and our creator. But do you ever speak to God and have a communication where you express what it is you need or how you may wish to be helped or guided or carried or saved? Most of us don't speak to God because we are told and we are taught through man, not through God, but through man, do not go to God. Only the high priestess, only the ministers, only this person, only the preachers can communicate and can turn to God. And we are told sometimes from these preachers, from these rabbis, whoever it may be, to turn to them. But that has never been what we were told thousands of years ago. Even Jesus himself came here and said, turn to our Father. Speak to our Father. And if you have difficulty doing so, come to me and talk to me to reach our Father. It was never never written, never told from God, yes, from man. Man has told us to turn to them. But never has God said or given a message to turn only to man and not to God. When we speak to God, when we turn to God, 
it is like this embracement. It is like this warmth begins to fill us, and we allow ourselves to have this transformation and this movement that I can't even express because words cannot express the love and the feeling that then begins to feel you when you start speaking to God and have a relationship, a personal relationship with our creator. It is the most amazing, the most wonderful gift that every person on this planet, whether they believe, whether they don't believe, no matter what their faith, no matter what their their race, it doesn't matter who you are. God created all of us. Connections to our creator, God, have you tried to make? Talk, talk to God like God is listening. Like God is there for you, protecting you, guiding you, watching over you. Don't let yourself be filled with fear and worry and burden and heaviness. We begin to fear. We fear that is not going to hear us because we're so worried about the sin. We're so worried about the things that we've done wrong that we allow ourselves to worry about the sin. We worry about what we've done wrong, and then we begin to start hiding. But you know the funny thing is, is we really truly can't hide. We really can't hide. We can try to hide. But really, truly, you can't hide. God can see us no matter whether we're in titanium, a bubble, a different costume, body piercing, transformation, plastic surgery, atheist, God sees you. But God also loves you. So what connections to our creator, God, have you tried to make? Have you tried to communicate? Have you tried to allow yourself to have that relationship to make it more personal? And if you have, I'm so sure that you have been able to have the most amazing wonderful feeling of embracement. Sometimes people have to try and try again. You know, it's like with everything in life, you know. Sometimes our minds get in the way. Sometimes things get in the way, and they stop us from allowing ourselves to have that silence and that connection with our creator God. And then we're unable to hear, unable to feel, or not having that true connection that we really, really want with God. It's sad, really. But you know what's so magical and so wonderful? Is that the more you try, the more you persist in doing so, communicating, speaking, connecting, meditating with our Father God in heaven, with our Creator, you eventually are able to have the most amazing warmth of embracement, of joy, and the feeling of knowing that someone is watching over you in every way, shape, or form. It is such a gift. So many of us become distracted. And this is something that I talk about quite often. I talk about it in the office. I talk about it in seminars. I talk about it in lectures. I talk about it. I always talk about this. Is that we always allow ourselves to become distracted by so many things that are happening in our lives that we forget about connecting with our creator. 
And if there's one thing that I admire most about my work is that people quite often say, thank you, Tammy, for helping me to become closer to our Father, God in heaven, and our creator. And I am so pleased to say, you're welcome. And I'm so honored to be the one to give that gift to those who have been searching and having that peace missing in their lives. The part I think is so interesting is that how so many of us think that it is so difficult. We think it's so hard to have that relationship and to have that connection. Think that it's almost impossible to be able to have any type of communication on our own with our creator, God. We become distracted by so many things that we forget about connecting with our creator. What are the things that get in our way? Think about that for just a moment. When you think about what are the things that get in our way, you think about this on your own. What are the things that get in our way that stop us from connecting with our creator? Hmm. So when you think about that, be honest. Don't try to allow yourself to sugarcoat it or make excuses or make up reasons. Be honest with yourself because if you truly want transformation and if you want to learn today and you want to have accomplishment and reach this goal of communicating and connecting with our creator, to benefit yourself and to have this amazing relationship on your own, then be honest with yourself and understand and know and answer this truthfully. What are the things that get in your way? I know the things that get in my way. And people that know me know me very well because I don't hide who I am. The one thing that gets in my way quite often and doesn't get in the way completely, just gets in the way a little bit, is sometimes I get distracted by the negative things that are happening on the planet. I become distracted by the negative things that are happening on the planet, whether it be war, whether it be suicide bombing, whether it be ruling of some sort or complications with the government, whatever it may be. When I see negativity, I become so hurt and my heart starts breaking. And I start becoming so sad because I sit there and I say, dear Father God, please, please let us be done with this negativity and this disruption on this planet, please. And I become so hurt and I realize time and time again, it is not God that is doing this. It is not God that has made someone create war. It is not God who has asked the government to be manipulative and deceptive to any of us. It is not God who has broken our hearts or who has harmed us emotionally or physically or mentally or spiritually. That is the doing of man. And the doing of man that has the most biggest gift that anyone can be given, which is called freedom of choice and freedom of will. Like we love our children, and we give our children freedom, and we give our children choices, and we give them free will. God loves us in the same way, and God loves us 
in the way where we are given freedom and free will and free choices. And through those free choices, when some people are angry, they misbehave and they do bad things. And eventually they pay the consequences, which is called karma. And karma catches up with them. And karma causes complications in their lives or their children's lives or their family's lives or their loved one's lives. It always comes back. Karma is something that is very real. And karma is something that I quite often see being played out in people's lives all the time. So when you just think, well, that person hasn't paid the price for their sin. That person hasn't paid paid the price for them being manipulative or trickery or deceptive. Excuse me, I promise you, this is not true. Eventually, it catches up. And even though they may seem as though they have it all, I can assure you the most precious thing that a person can be gifted with, which is love, is that one thing that that person is missing most, which is love. So many of us measure people's lives by their status, by their bankroll, the way they look, the position they may have in their career, the popularity. But we are not measured by love. When in reality, the only thing that matters at the end of the day is to know that you have someone that you truly love to be able to embrace, to care for you, to, to love you, to be there for you, to trust, to confide in. And the one person that every single one of us have, without a doubt, is God, our creator. It is the most amazing thing. One thing that I notice quite often that people have complications with that they let get in the way is work. We let work get in the way because we allow ourselves to become someone else when we are at work. We put on a face, we put on a costume, we put on a mask, and we have certain behaviors that are not our real true behaviors. And I hear this all the time working with clients. All the time clients are telling me, well, you know, I had to change my behavior and I had to change the way I was because it was really sad because I was, you know, soulmate and this is a story about someone that just recently won a trip with her work um, group. And it was really actually really awesome in a beautiful, beautiful place. And she goes, and everything was so wonderful and everything was so great, but I had to hide who I was. I couldn't be with my soulmate. I couldn't love him and embrace him and enjoy him and enjoy this amazing slice of heaven on earth that is so gorgeous and so so romantic because I was so focused on making for sure I looked a certain way for my coworkers. I didn't want people to see me as being weak or sentimental or soft or romantic. I wanted them to see me as being strong. And we all fall into this. We all fall into this. When we go to work, And when we work, whether it's our career, whether it's a job, whether it's a part-time job, 
we allow ourselves to somehow, some way, create disruption in our lives by letting falseness behavior get in the way. Why we do this? There's a million reasons that people have given me, just to name a few. Because we want recognition. Because we want to be honored. Because we want to climb the corporate ladder. Because we're too busy kissing butt. Because we want to make for sure that we look like everyone else. We don't want to be judged for being too intelligent, not pretty enough, not cool enough, not fun enough, not exciting enough, or not a gossiper. I mean, there is so many things that I've heard that I could blow your minds away. But that is not what this radio show is about. This radio show is about teaching you how you can have the most amazing, spectacular, wonderful relationship with our creator, God. So work, say that work is one of the things that definitely get in our way with allowing ourselves to have the relationship with our creator, God, because work does consume us. And even after, once we leave our job, say we go home at 4 or 5 or 6 o'clock, we work from 9 to 5, let's say, still there's a report that's done. There's some type of work that's due. There's, the work is on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. And it's expected of us, which to me is absolutely beyond the point of amazing. Because in a lot of ways, that's really sad that it's expected of us to continue to give even after working hours, the hours that we're getting paid and supposed to and expected to continue working and creating these projects and doing the things that need to be done. I understand if you are goofing off at work. I understand if you're being irresponsible and you know that it was your duty because you didn't use your work hours properly. I get that. That's having morals. That's that's being responsible. But I'm talking about those people who I work with and that I help that have workloads and workloads and workloads and never have time, never have time for themselves. Another thing that I notice that quite often gets in the way, which I think is really funny, of connecting with our creator God, our relationships. And this, to some people, could be an amazing, just like an amazing surprise. Like, what? How could you say a relationship? Because if you're in the wrong relationship, if you're in a relationship with someone that you're not meant to be with and that doesn't really truly believe and that's superficial and doesn't have a true connection, then that relationship can cause a huge amount of difficulties in regards towards you being able to have a relationship and a communication with our creator, God. I have a client who, which, oh my gosh, God bless this woman. She was Muslim and she was married to a gentleman who was Catholic. And her husband that she was married to 
did not know that she was Muslim. Her husband that she was married to, that she supposedly loved with her whole heart and her whole being, did not know her religious belief and her faith. And she felt as though she had to hide who she was to her husband. Otherwise, he would leave her. That he was going to leave her. She was so afraid that he was going to find out the truth and there was going to be so many difficulties and disruption and complications and war and that he might even divorce her because she was Muslim. To me, I thought that was very, very, very sad because she could not trust her husband. The relationship between them was already connected to lies. She starts studying Catholicism, no, Christianity, excuse me. She starts studying how to be a Christian just to benefit her husband so that there was no complications just in case he did ask her one day in the near future or the far future. Even though he wasn't practicing, you know, continuously daily his Christianity, but he was, you know, Christian-based, and that was what he believed in. And to me, I just think that is so absolutely fascinating how people can allow themselves to have a relationship but keep their spirituality, keep their beliefs so secretive. There's another couple that I know that used to be neighbors of mine, and this was the funniest thing I've ever – it was hilarious. She was Catholic. Son went to Catholic school. And her husband was an atheist and didn't believe in any of it. So whenever she had parties, whenever she did any type of events, she was talking about, you know, Catholicism, and he was talking about being an atheist. And it constantly felt like a, like as though we were going through a tug of war every single time we would visit them because it was a constant battle between who was going to win over the belief system. Were we going to be convinced to become Catholics or were we going to be convinced to become atheists? Open conversation, and this was literally, I knew these people for years, and this was a conversation that happened over and over and over continuously. And I told this lady, her son was adopted, um, and I told her, I said, can I ask you a question? I said, how in the universe do you have your son going to Catholic school if your husband is an atheist? Because he knows that if he doesn't, let me put my son in Catholic school that I would divorce him. He has his beliefs and I have my beliefs and we stay out of each other's way, but we love each other dearly. I said, how do you love each other with having such a strong disconnection in regards towards faith? He believes in nothing that you believe in. You believe in nothing that he believes in. And you guys have huge disagreements the way your son is being raised. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. But we get along great and we're doing wonderful and we just learn to not get involved in each other's opinions. Very interesting how people have passed on this this really interesting way of not being able to face the truths of their, their opinion or their, their true heart 
and being able to express what they really truly want to say because they're filled with fear and they're filled with disconnection. It's about religion. It's about your belief. It's about your relationship with yourself, your guardian angel, and God. Another issue that I find quite often is family. Family gets in the way of us being able to allow ourselves to have a relationship with God. Because when you're raised in a certain belief or you're raised in a certain type of tradition, whether it be a certain type of race, religion, belief, you know, every, like when I went to Nepal, you know, and it was a beautiful, everyone believed in Buddha and everyone, you know, had this really wonderful spiritual, spiritual, amazingly spiritual connection. And it was awesome. And it was such an honor to be able to be a part of that and see that and just sit with people that had this wonderful spiritual connection. And as I'm there and I'm spending time with these people, I'm realizing that if you didn't believe, if you didn't have faith in what you were being told, then it was almost like as if there was something wrong with you, you know? So it wasn't something that you just allowed yourself to embrace. It was almost like it was a must. Now, that I don't believe in. I don't believe in us having a relationship with God, with Buddha, with our creator, with a source. I don't believe in us having a relationship by force. I believe that our families are blessings and our gifts, obviously, because they have created us and have given us what we've needed in order for us to become who we are today. Whether it was a good lesson or a bad lesson, our families have taught us. And the one thing that I've noticed is that when people have been brought up with certain religions and certain beliefs, they often fight against it and they really, really turn against it to a level to where they just say, I don't want to have religion. I don't want to have belief. So it's important for people to have their own relationship and to really grow into their spirituality on their own. We allow other things to get in our way from taking time to be silent and being peaceful, like chores or having errands. We do that quite often. We sit there and we say, oh, well, I have so many things. I have too many chores to clean. I have so many errands to do. I have to go here. I have to run here. I have to go here. I have to go this. Instead of writing a list and keeping to that list and being able to get that list accomplished, throughout the day, we allow ourselves to let the list continue to bleed through our day. And we procrastinate and procrastinate. And then eventually we get around to it and then we don't have the time to be able to spend connecting with our creator God and having this relationship and being able to get ourselves in balance because we're still busy. Now, this is the part that I think is funny. So we have all these things that are going on, things that are happening, but yet for some reason we still have time for television. But we don't have time for connecting with our creator. We don't have time to establish a relationship with our creator because we must unwind and relax by watching television. Guys, we only need... 20 minutes a day to reflect 
and connect with our energy. Getting rid of the blockages, helping to create balance, helping to get rid of the interference and the things that are blocking us and keeping those doors closed, don't let the doors be closed. Start focusing on allowing yourself to give yourself, whether it's in the beginning of the day or the end of the day, whether it's the middle of the day, spend 20 minutes a day focusing on meditating and getting rid of the blockages that are stopping you from moving forward. Reflect and connect with your energy. Pay attention to what you're feeling. Pay attention to what your body wants. Pay attention to your spirit and to your soul. Give yourself 20 minutes a day to reconnect, to reestablish who you are and where you've come from. To me, it's not a lot of time. I do do this daily, and it's one of the things that I believe is one of the biggest gifts that I give myself every single day is by sitting there and giving myself that time to meditate and to truly connect with our creator, God in heaven, which I love more than anything in the universe. But being able to spend 20 minutes to reflect and to connect with our energy, I am telling you, is such a miraculous gift you give yourself. It's a miraculous gift you give yourself because you start realizing that you start becoming transformed. And you start realizing the more you start meditating, the more you start connecting, the more you start releasing the stress, the fear, the blockages, the interference. And you give yourself that time, the more you start realizing that you become imbalanced. Now you can maybe hear a little bit. Maybe you're starting to receive visions a little bit. Maybe now you're starting to hear things or receive messages. So many things begin to change. It doesn't happen all at once just like that. And that's what people want, spirituality, when it comes to God, when it comes to messages, when it comes to prayers, when it comes to what we want. Everyone wants it like that within a second. But yet when we work hard and we have a job, it's going to take us 20 years to get to that position. But yet when we have a relationship, people know it takes 10 years to get to where they want to be. Yet when we have kids, it takes 20 years to raise one. You know, well, it actually takes a lifetime. But the point is, when we talk and when we have a relationship with God, it's almost like as if that we don't give God or our guardian angels the chance to be able to build a relationship and for us to learn how to trust and to reconnect once again. Now, if you've been doing this for years and years and years and years and you've been praying, you've been staying faithful, you've been staying connected, you've been keeping yourself in balance, your morals are good, you don't have negative karma, that's a different story. Then it's kind of like, oh, I don't know why God's not listening to you. I'll have to do a session and find out why you have so many blockages and you're not being heard. Why is it that things are not working out for you? I'd have to do a session for you to find that answer out. But following the path that are truly doing the work and taking the steps always end up becoming rewarded eventually. God is not the type of parent, just like we are not the type of parents that give to our children just because they throw a tantrum and they beg and bust and and cry and, and, and kick and scream for a lollipop or for a brand new car or for a beautiful dress for the prom, whatever it may be. That is not what we do to our children. Scream and beg and 
plead to get their way when they have shown no effort, they have put no energy towards building a relationship and connecting with us the way they've needed to in order to make sure that everything goes beautiful and great and amazing. Doors are trying to open in our lives each and every day. But it's up to you to grab that door handle and turn the knob and have the faith and have the confidence to be able to open it and turn it to the right so you can move forward and move forward in your present and move forward in your future to have success and happiness and not to go and take steps back into your past, which will cause blockages and disruption and interference and you going in circles once again. We only need 20 to be able to inhale positive, exhale negative, focus on relaxing, connecting with our creator, God, and our guardian angels, and really truly letting go of the blockages and the interference that's in our space. It's not hard to stay in balance. And it's not hard to be content. It's not. It's hard to keep our energy in focus. I do agree with that. And sometimes it's hard to keep our mind's eye and our thoughts. You know, our mind becomes really busy. When you first start meditating, sometimes it's a little hard and you realize that your energy is kind of jittery and you realize that your mind's still going and you're like trying to meditate and you're trying to relax and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't be quiet. I can't be quiet. Oh my gosh. And you feel all fidgety. But eventually you get a hang of it. Eventually you learn how to become quiet and silent. Eventually, you become peaceful. Like everything that we put effort towards, eventually we learn. Eventually, doors begin to open. It is so important to realize that it does not happen by itself. It takes practice, practice, practice. And most of us don't want to practice. Most of us don't want to practice. We just want right now. I just want, I want the answers. I want to know what to do. I want to have a reward. I want to be given gifts of success. I want to be given the gift of having my soulmate. I want, I want, I want. But yet, we're not taking the time to practice meditation, healing, What about really this really huge one, forgiving and letting go of the negative that's causing interference in our lives? Why is it so hard? God loves you and you are not alone. You will never, ever, ever, ever be alone. I promise you that. And how I know that God loves you and you will never be alone is because when you think, you think of And maybe it's not all parents, but most parents, good parents, a good mother and father, love their children for eternity. No matter whether they're bad or good, sinner or non-sinner, good morals or no morals, your parents love you. 
And God even loves us more than our parents because God's love is unconditional. God knows you are learning. So even when you're making mistakes or turning away, God still loves you. And that's hard for people to swallow because people are taught that God is a wrath, you know, has wrath and anger and, and we're going to go to hell and we're going to suffer and we're going to be tortured and we're going to be stuck in purgatory and we're going to pay penance and all these negative, negative, harsh words. And the truth of the situation is that was all taught, that was all expressed, and all of that information was given to us by men, never by God. Believe me, I lived in the convent, I studied religion, and I understand where the words have come from. But it is not what I believe. I do not believe for one moment that God punishes us and curses us in any way, shape, or form to suffer. And to put us to be condemned. I believe that every single one of us are given opportunity after opportunity, chance after chance, because we are loved. So how is it possible for us to not be loved completely? I don't know if I explained that correctly. But the point is, Of course, we are loved. God created us. Of course, we're loved. Yes, of course, sometimes we're bad sometimes. We're bad at the end of the day. And every person on the planet has made a mistake. But every single person on the planet also, whether they admit it or whether they don't admit it, every person on the planet wants to have fulfillment. And the way to fulfillment, the way to happiness, the way to satisfaction in every step, every subject in your life is to allow yourself to have a relationship with yourself, with your guardian angels, with God. Not everyone has been taught about unconditional love, but it is one of the most greatest gifts. Meditate, connect, and listen, and you will hear the messages. Be still and be quiet and ask for what you want in order for you to receive it. But same time, be careful what you ask for because you may just get it. Connection is deeper than just the thought. It's all of your soul and your spirit and your body. So when you communicate, when you connect, when you focus on allowing yourself to have a relationship with our Father God, when you allow yourself to have a relationship with yourself, when you allow yourself to have a relationship with your guardian angel. It's connecting with your soul, it's connecting with your spirit, and it's connecting with your body. It's not just connecting with God. It's not just connecting with the idea, connecting with your body, your soul, and your spirit. And by practicing this and continuing to allow yourself to go through it, you will notice miraculous movement. I hope and pray today for all of you to be able to receive the blessings and the gift of having the relationship and the connection with our Father God and our Creator in heaven. To all of you, God bless. It's open enrollment time and Dignity Health welcomes everyone. We're enrolling families, weekend warriors, entrepreneurs, lovebirds, bundles of energy, and you. 
because everyone deserves clinical expertise with human kindness. That's why we offer the services you need from doctors and nurses who truly care. So this year, choose a plan that includes Dignity Health's physicians and hospitals. Enroll in human kindness at DignityHealth.org slash open enrollment. It's open enrollment time, and Dignity Health welcomes everyone. We're enrolling families, weekend warriors, entrepreneurs, lovebirds, bundles of energy, and you. Because everyone deserves clinical expertise with human kindness. That's why we offer the services you need from doctors and nurses who truly care. So this year, choose a plan that includes Dignity Health's physicians and hospitals. Enroll in human kindness at DignityHealth.org slash open enrollment.